0: their faith they had it pinned down in other words these individuals did not have a faith that did not trust when things looked like it wasn't going to go the way they wanted to go
1: Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford, Jr., Senior Pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us as we continue to look at Hebrews chapter 11 today. And If you know anything about that chapter of the Bible, you see a lot of names in there, people who are commended for their faith, even when they did face really overwhelming and difficult circumstances. And we can look at that and say, boy, I don't know that my faith can ever look like theirs. That's one of the great things about the Christian life. God very often does allow difficult times in our lives to grow us and to strengthen our faith so that one day, as Pastor Ford just said, our faith can have it pinned down. We could have a faith where we can learn to trust God even when things aren't going our way or when we can't see how God is at work in the midst of those difficult circumstances. So I hope that you'll open your Bible and join us in Hebrews chapter 11 today as we begin a message entitled, When Things Don't Go My Way. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: What do you do when things don't go your way? Now, if we're honest with ourselves, uh, uh, many of us uh, have one of three responses. Uh, Some of us uh, get sad. Uh, We walk around with a cloud over our head like schlep rock in the Flintstones, uh, playing our violin, throwing a pity party, and sending out invitations. Come and join me. Oh, woe is me. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows but Jesus. So some of us get sad. Some of us get mad. Things don't go our way. We get an attitude. I mean, we walk around like we got something nasty in our mouth, and we can't spit it out. And we just hold it. Yeah, we act like we uh, have had a charisma bypass and that our spiritual gift is criticism. Look like we've been dipped in lemon juice. Like some of y'all right now as I'm looking at you. So some people get sad. Some people get mad. Some people break bad. Oh, no. They're going to find out who I, oh, they done got on my last nerve now. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here, up in, y'all going to make me act a fool. It's on like neck bones. Don't look around. Don't look around. We, we don't want them to know that we know. Amen. And so we generally have one of those three responses when things don't go our way. It's either fright or flight. You know, uh, they saturate the place with their absence. Uh, You know, and and uh, this—this people who run from churches need to know that when you go sit down in another church and look at that person next to you, it's a different face, but it's going to be the same old mess. Because people are people are people. (laughs) Let's see. Fright, flight, or fight. You've heard the statements, haven't you? You know, you were supposed to, but you didn't, so I quit. I tried and I tried, but it didn't work, so I give up. You know, every time I try to serve the Lord, here come the haters. about, you know, I ain't got to take this. Ain't nobody paying me. I'm volunteering my time. So I'm out of here. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. How about, it didn't happen like I planned, and so I'm never going to do this again. You know, you got to go through too much around here to get something done. You got all kind of red tape, roadblocks. Every time they tell you do this, then you got to do that. You know, Evan, I ain't trying to do nothing around here anymore. Mmm. Just ain't worth the headaches. Got to jump through too many hoops. I ain't signed on for all this. <laughs> I didn't do anything that was worthy of what they did to me. (laughs) And so we're ready to quit, ready to give up. We get sad, we get mad, or we break bad. Now, if we're honest with ourselves, some of us, this fits us like a glove. Well, maybe not like OJ's. But too many of us, when things don't go our way, we pout and walk out. (laughs) You may have heard of Harold Abrams. Harold Abrams was a sprinter, uh, a national champion. Uh, He was in his pre-qualifier for the 1924 Olympics. He lost the first race he ever lost. He got so dejected, so rejected because of it, he went to a part of the stands uh, where there was no one and sat down and began to say to himself, I didn't win, so I'm not running. If I can't win, I won't run. His girlfriend saw him, went over to him and said, what are you doing, muttering to yourself over here by yourself? He said, if I can't win, I won't run. She said to him, you know, you know something? If you don't run, you can't win. Man, thank God for folk who see the glass half full and not half empty. Thank God for those who will stand on what has been said and what has been promised. Thank God for people who don't back up, let up, give up, shut up, but they put up. Thank God for those people. And because of that, he wrote in his journal i wasn't going to run in the olympics but because of what she said if i don't run i can't win i'm running and you know the end of the story in 1924 he won the gold medal and so this text tells us that when things don't go our way don't get sad don't get mad don't jump bad but be glad now that's not Good anthology, but that's great theology. Thank you very much. Because James said it this way James 1 2 through 4, you ought to memorize that. First scripture I ever memorized. My brother, encountered all. Oh, you ready to? When you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be complete and entire, lacking nothing. He's saying, listen, when things don't go your way, God is working on you. He's trying to get you to look like him. He's trying to get us to look like Jesus. How many know that it's hard to get James Ford to look like Jesus? Well, don't talk about me because it's hard to get Jesus In your life as well. So the writer of the book of Hebrews says, yes, you can. When things don't go your way, you can be glad. And the writer tells us what to do when things don't go our way. I'm just going to drop the principles on you. There are six principles in this passage. But here's what he does. Now, if you look at the text, let me give you the context. Because when you look at verses 13 through 16, there's a change of focus when it comes to faith. Up to this point, we have looked at faith's aspects. So in verses 1 through 12 or 5 through 12, we've seen Abel, the worship of faith. And so what Abel tells us is that listen, you don't need a choir or or musicians or anybody else uh, if you have faith that worships. All you need is just the object of your faith, and you can worship God all by yourself. You don't need anybody to pump you up or to lift you up. You can you came into his presence with thanksgiving. You came into his courts with praise. You're worshiping his holy name because you know it was him who put food on your table and clothes on your back and pep in your step, sense in your head, Bible in your heart, all that kind of stuff. And so you just want to worship. You couldn't wait to get here just to throw your hands up and say, I thank you. Hallelujah. Praise your name. You're worthy. That's how faith worships. It's a praise party all by itself.
1: We're listening to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr. and a message entitled When Things Don't Go My Way. And We'd love to know how Pastor Ford's teaching is making a difference in your life. We hear from listeners all around the country who share how uh, God's word, when practically applied through Pastor Ford's teaching, is, is really changing them. We heard from a listener on Facebook who recently said, praise the Lord. I love listening to Pastor Ford. He's so down to earth. My husband and I have been listening to the episodes on marriage and We'd love to purchase that and all of the episodes so we can listen to it again. Let us know how to do that. Thank you, and God bless you always. Well, thank you for giving us your feedback, and you can do that in a number of different ways, Facebook, Twitter, through our website. Uh, you'll find all those links. In addition to that, the opportunity to purchase those programs when you come to treasuretruthradio.org. Well, back to the message. Again, here's Pastor Ford.
0: And then Enoch, walking by faith, And that is, what is God looking for? As a matter of fact, the verse 6 is in the context of Enoch's life. Enoch's the one that was walking with God. And it shows us what it means to fellowship. That if fellowship is your main priority, everything else will fall in line. We got this stuff twisted. We think, okay, if I do this and I do that and I do this, if I read my Bible, if I pray, if I give, if I serve, then I'm fellowshipping with Jesus. No, you're not. You know when you're fellowshipping with Jesus? When you're fellowshipping with Jesus. Right. When he's your focus, when he's your priority, when he's who you care about, when he's who you live for, when he's who you look for, he's who you're listening for. He's who you love. But then Noah, witnessing by faith, you know, just telling everybody, it's going to rain, but it never rained, and nobody ever seen rain. What are you talking about? What is rain? How can you tell me about something you've never seen? Because God said it. Man, you look stupid for 120 years talking about it's going to rain, and nobody knows what it is, not even you. And he would say to us, I don't have to see it to believe it. God said it. That settles it. Then Abraham through Joseph, waiting by faith, how to wait on God. Moses, working by faith. Joshua, warring by faith. So, up to this point, we have looked at faith aspects, but now there's a transition. Uh, the f- subject is still faith, but the focus has been changed because now he flips the script to talk about faith actions. Abel, the faith that praises. Enoch, the faith that pleases. Noah, the faith that proclaims. And you remember when we talked about it, said so we ought to get one of those T-shirts that says, fool for Jesus. Whose fool are you? Because you somebody's fool. You know, in the book of Proverbs, bro, Richie, there are 14 kind of fools. And every time I teach it and get to that part, I have them look at each other and say, what kind of fool are you? But in this case, whose fool are you? And then Abraham through Joseph, uh, faith parting with persons and possession. That faith is willing to give up whatever God says, give up to get whatever God says I have for you. And then Moses, faith that partners with the people of God that join hands together, that say many hands make light work, that say like the wonder twin powers, activate. Then there's Joshua practicing the precepts of God by faith. Just stepping out into the water as Jordan is swelling with the people behind you with no way, no shape, no form of anything in sight that's logical, that's rational, that says this can be done and stepping out into the water and watching that bad boy rise up like a wall and walking across. I already told you I got issues with that. Moses could take the children of Israel across the Red Sea. And Joshua could take the children of Israel across the Jordan River. And I can't get some of y'all across 79th Street. (laughs) But now, he says, let me give you an action of faith. Let me summarize. And he gives us faith that perseveres. Faith that doesn't give up when things don't go its way. Well, what do you do when things don't go your way? I trust that what we will do is what they did when things didn't go their way. Let's talk about it. Uh, What did they do when things didn't go their way? Notice the first principle that leaps out of this text on us is found in verse 13a. These all died in faith, not having received the promises. Stop. Keep trusting Jesus. Let me say that again on this side. They didn't hear me over here. Keep trusting Jesus. That's what it says they did. They kept trusting Jesus. No, 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 let's look at the text. Look at the text. Look at the text. These all died in faith. Now, here's the first thing I noticed uh, because it doesn't say these all died in the faith. These all died in faith. Now I looked it up, and it's amazing to me because I thought. In faith would be a locative of sphere or locative of possession. That is, here's what it means. It means draw a circle and put somebody in there. The circle would be faith. Everybody tracking with me? Everybody tracking with me? Circle would be faith and you would be in it. And so I, you know, I'm glad I looked it up because I'd be wrong. Because it is, it is kata pistis. Say it with me. kata. Pistis, now it's all Greek to you. Let me tell you what it means. Kata is a preposition that means down. Pistis or pistuo is the word for faith. So here's the literal translation. These all died down faith. Now see that, that you know, that's like, that's, like, that's like Robert's all excited. But y'all saying, I don't get this. Here's what he's saying. Let me reverse it and you'll understand it. He's saying these all died with their faith down. Okay, you know, we we, we use a colloquialism. You know, say, yeah, I'm down with it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm down with it. What are we saying? Whatever it is, I'm on top of it. Whatever it is, I'm feeling it. Whatever it is, you can count me in. See, see, in other words, it's saying, listen, that their faith, they had it pinned down. In other words, these individuals did not have a faith that did not trust when things looked like it wasn't going to go the way they wanted to go. It was a down faith. I look at what God has promised me and I don't see it yet but I got a down faith I say God I'm down with it you want to know why I'm down with it because you promised it so I'm down with it and so you promised that you were going to provide my needs and my needs aren't being met it's not going my way but I'm down with it because I trust you my body is racked with pain but you're Jehovah Rapha I'm down with it even though I don't see it can't feel it can't touch it down with it yeah things ain't going right the way they ought to go but I'm down with it I I got too much month at the end of my money but I'm down with it because I trust you I'm down with you ain't nobody acting like they're supposed to be acting in my family but I'm down with it that's what he's saying do you have a down faith is your faith up in the air cotton candy kind of faith ain't cotton it ain't candy. Get a little bite of it. It's sweet for a minute, as long as the service is high, and then it disappears. And all you got is a lot of A-D-D. Hmm. See, it's pistis. not the faith. See, if he was saying the faith, the faith is the faith that brings earth to heaven. But down faith brings heaven to earth. The faith is my conversion to Christ. Uh, Down faith is my confidence in Christ. Uh, The faith governs my position. Down faith governs my condition. The faith is the pardon that Jesus supplies to me, but down faith is the promises Jesus said to me. Can you trust him when you can't trace him? Or as my friend Romel would say, can you trust his heart when you can't trace his hand? Can you follow Jesus when you don't feel him? Can you listen to him when he says things that you don't like? Will you have faith in him when having that faith in him feels foolish? Can you persevere even when things don't go your way. Hmm. Now, if you look at the text, it says all died in faith. I think all contextually means Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We'll talk about it probably next week or some other time because the context has to do with the promise of the land. That land was given to Abraham first, then passed down to Isaac and Jacob. We saw that in our last message. So what's he saying? Abraham died in the land that was promised, but he never possessed it. He died, and all he got was a burial plot and a tombstone in the land, and he paid for that. He paid for it. Now, that's a sermon all by itself because nobody asked him to pay for it, but he said, oh, no, 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 no. I will pay for it. that's 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 a good one. That's a real good one. Hmm. Isaac had a grave stone uh, in the promised land. Jacob died where? In Egypt, that's right. And what did he tell them? When I die, get my body out of here. You ever think about it? What they were saying is this. I got a promise. It is in my heart, but it's not in my hand. But to show you that what's in my heart will one day be in my hand, plant me as a seed, as a first fruit for the promise of God. I believe what he said, because I'm going to lay here and lay claim.
1: It's Pastor James Ford Jr. really encouraging us to lay some claim to God's promises today. We're listening to Treasure Truth, and if you want to find out more about this program and about Pastor Ford, come to our website. It's treasuretruthradio.org. Well, maybe as you're listening today, you're thinking you want to understand the Bible as well as Pastor Ford does. Well, you don't have to be a pastor or a theologian or even learn Greek and Hebrew to benefit from reading God's Word. You know, a few guiding principles will go a long way. And I'm here to tell you that God's Word is accessible to anyone. And we'd like you to have a book that can increase your understanding and take you deeper in your journey of faith. It's called Making Sense of the Bible, and it's written by David Whitehead. It's an easy-to-read book, and it contains some basic tools and principles that can really help you understand even the most difficult passages, and then how to apply them to your life. So if you want to request a copy of Making Sense of the Bible and begin your in-depth Bible study, just contact us today with a gift of any amount. Our number is 888-644-7660 or go online to treasuretruthradio.org. Or if you'd prefer to send a check, you can send that to Treasure Truth, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. Well, David Whitehead is a former atheist, and his life was turned upside down when he started looking into the Bible for himself. And in his book, Making Sense of the Bible, he shares the tools and the insights that he learned that made the Bible come alive. And we want to send you a copy of his book when you give a gift of any amount. Again, our number is 1-888-644-7660, or our website is treasuretruthradio.org. Well, I'm Steve Hiller. Our producer is Amy Rios. And I hope you'll listen again Thursday as Pastor Ford continues this message entitled, When Things Don't Go My Way. That's on Treasure Truth with Pastor James Ford Jr., a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.